You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm uh, Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show and General Manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a three-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, the London Free Press Best of London, and the London Community News Reader's Choice Award. We're glad you could join us this Saturday morning and hope you can join us every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, how it works, and some energy-saving tips. But most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call in at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or you can send an email uh, while we're on the air or any time during the week at inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. And we can answer uh, your question on the air or get back to you in the email. One lucky caller today will win a free air conditioner tune-up, so don't wait. Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And I want to say hello to everybody who's heading out to the Fleetwood Country Cruise Inn uh, at the Plunkett Estates. It's going to be a great show out there. Uh, normally uh, I have my old truck out at that event and uh, have been there many years. And um, so I am uh, would like to thank uh, Steve for everything he does for the community and the charities here in London and uh, hope uh, everybody has a great time out there. It's a beautiful day, so it should be um, a big crowd and uh, hopefully raise lots of money for all those charities that are involved. Um we're going to go right to our mailbag where we've got a few questions that have come in. Uh, this one came in from Dan. It said, uh, I had a gentleman out to my home and he mentioned that the ABS pipe um, on my water heater had come apart and that it needed to be upgraded or changed to something called 636. Is this true and what is 636? Well, it is true. Um, What they found out on water heaters is the ABS venting or the ABS piping, which is what we use in plumbing, um, was used to vent water heaters. But what they found is over time, the glue would lose its, uh, you know, the, the stickiness, let's say, for easy terms, and it would allow the pipes to pull apart. So we would have a chance of carbon monoxide leaking into the home. So any gas fitter that is out doing work, whether they're working on the furnace or whether they're working on the water heater, they're supposed to check a water heater that they see that has ABS piping on it. Number one, to make sure the the glue joints have held. And if they have, that's great. But if they haven't, they need to inform the homeowner that they have a situation that could lead to carbon monoxide poisoning. And then what they do is infract it. And an infraction can be immediate, which means you have to fix it right away. 
or they can give you a, a what we call a B infraction or like a 45 days to repair it. So um, if they find the joint has pulled apart, that's an immediate repair that it needs to be looked after. And the what he was talking about there, Dan was talking about 636, that is the new PVC pipe. But it, it is a special PVC pipe called uh, 636, and it is able to stand up to the heat of the vent and the flue gases going out the vent and the glue and everything else um, that is with it is made to withstand that heat. So when we install a furnace now or a water heater now, that 636 is all that we use. But should we come across a water heater that has that ABS pipe on and it has separated, as long as it hasn't separated, and some people will say, well, it's still together, but I can move it. Well, that's separated. If we can pull the joint apart, then it is separated. But if we pull on it and that joint doesn't separate, then um, we do not have to infract it. You do not have to change it. But if it does come apart, then your venting's got to be changed from the the black ABS to what we call the white 636. So hopefully that gives you a little information, Dan, that... Uh, can fill you in on that, but that is our codes. Um, we do have to do that. It's not something that we can walk by and leave. So again, the phone lines are open at six six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. We also got a uh, call in from Lease. Says, I have a MERV-16 filter that I have left in my furnace for almost two years. Um, Could this cause a problem? And if so, what are the problems that it could cause? Well, for sure, if you've left a filter in your furnace for two years, that is a problem. Um, the, The longest, I would say, a furnace should last in a home is six to eight months. If you stretch that to 12, that would be the max. Once you start going over that, um, you're going to get into what we call short cycling on the furnace. It's going to be overheating it, uh, causing the furnace to go off on safety devices because it can't get any air through that uh, through that filter. So it causes the uh, furnace to get a lot hotter than what it should. So you can have possibility of cracked heat exchangers, Safety devices being used as a thermostat instead of the thermostat because it overheats, the safety shuts it off, cools down, starts back up, overheats, the safety shuts it off again. So that's the number one changes. For your comfort, what you would probably notice is the house isn't comfortable. It's either hot or cold. Um you're not getting good airflow, so you might notice that air coming out of registers, there wasn't as much air that came out, you know, a year ago. Well, that could be uh, simply your filter is plugged or dirty. So whether it's a MERV-16 filter or a MERV-10, we would definitely recommend not to leave that in past eight months. And when we say eight months, that in most cases, you're not using it very much for air conditioning. But if you're using your air conditioning quite often, then the most you're going to get out of a filter is probably six months. So 
Um, hope that explains a little bit, least to help you with that. Um, we have seen in some odd cases, they're very odd, that where that furnace has allowed that um, or where that filter has allowed that furnace to overheat, that it even has affected some of the venting. So uh, some of the older furnaces that have the, the ABS venting in, we've seen that overheat that venting and allow that glue to separate. So it's not a good thing to leave a plug filter in your furnace. So definitely get that changed uh, and um, make sure you're looking at that. If you have a one-inch filter, you should look at it every month. If you have a four, five, or six-inch filter, you should look at that every six months. And normally what I say is change it at the start of the heating season and then change it at the start of the cooling season so that you're changing it every six months. So we've also had a question come in about how often should you have duct cleaning done? Um, Our standard answer for that, and every house is different, if you have a dog or um, you have animals, you may have to do it more often. But if you have a normal house, we say uh, check it every three to five years. So once you've had it cleaned, um, you could... You know, start looking at it in the third year, see how dirty they are. You will probably get to five years before it will need to be done. And then at that point, you need to uh, to book it and change it. In my home, because I have a big white dog, I do it every two years. And I can tell just by my allergies, I'll, they'll start acting up a little more in the home. And that will be a sign to me that probably the... Um, the dog hair and everything has got now down in the ductwork and is sitting there as the air goes through it, goes by it, is picking up all the pet dander and stuff. So definitely um, look at it every three years and do it for sure every five years. So we're going to have Lindsay take us to a break here. And uh, when we come back, you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or at 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Um, You can give us a call at 643-2222. Or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. We had a another email come in that said uh, came in from Joe. Said uh, we were installing an outdoor tap that is cracked over the winter, and they were talking to us about a frost-free hydrant. Uh, should we just install a regular tap, or should we put in the frost-free hydrant? Well, Joe, thank you for that call. And I mean, the two things that you have to look at is a frost-free hydrant will allow you to install it and have less opportunity for it to freeze in the winters going forward. Because what it does, it is installed with an angle towards the outside wall and the shutoff valve is really about a foot in your house. So... The valve now is in a warm area, and when you turn your tap off, as long as you remove your hose, the water that is left in that spout will drain out 
and drain away. So when the winter comes, there is no water in there that will freeze. So if we were replacing a a frozen tap that had cracked, an outdoor tap that had cracked over the winter, we would definitely be recommending a frost-free hydrant. If you said, well, I'd rather just put an ordinary tap on the outside, they would have to install uh, another what we call tap or drain inside the house that when you were going to shut it down for the winter, you would shut this tap off in the house open your outdoor tap, and it would allow the water to drain away. And then there is also a little cap on the inside tap that you would undo and that would drain a little water out of there. So it's a little more of a process if you're going to just install an ordinary tap outside because you have to have this shut off inside um, where a frost-free hydrant will take care of all of that for you. So... Hopefully that answers the question for you, but if uh, if I was doing it, I would definitely install a, a frost-free hydrant going forward. It it just makes your life and, and shutting it down uh, in the fall a lot easier for you at that point. We had an uh, email come in from uh, Jordan here on uh, my phone, and it says, uh, sizing air conditioners. Uh can you just tell by the square feet what size air conditioner we need, or do you have to do something more? Well, in the olden days, we used to be able to tell the size of an air conditioner by the square feet of a house. But a we'll just say a 1,200-square-foot home built uh, 20 years ago, built 10 years ago, built five years ago and built today, all take different size air conditioners because the older the home, the more leakage there is, the more, uh, um, you know, hot air is going to get in from outside, where today the homes are a lot tighter. They've, they're made, you know, R2000 or better, but they've made a lot tighter, so we aren't getting that leakage out and leakage of air in so the air conditioner can be a lot smaller. Now, if you have a 10 or 20-year-old home that you've done insulation upgrade on or you've put in new windows or you've done anything like that to upgrade that home, you've now changed what size air conditioner you need. You need probably a smaller one. So if we just go out and look at your old unit and size it by that, or we just go out and look at the square feet and size it, we're probably going to come up with the wrong size air conditioner. It's going to either be oversized, which will be um, what we call a cold, damp, climby feeling when you're in that home, or it's going to be undersized, which means it's going to run all day, all night, and not really get caught up, uh, and so your home will never feel comfortable. So what we do is what's called a heat loss, heat gain, where we determine the exact size of, we go around and measure your insulation, your windows, your doors, everything in that home to determine what is the leakage for the heat loss would tell us the size of furnace and what heat gain is going to come in in the summer, that would tell us the size of your air conditioner. So with those two numbers, we can go in and properly size the equipment for your home. And in a lot of cases, we've seen a 
100,000 BTU furnace go to 45,000. We've seen uh, 36,000 BTU air conditioner go down to a 24,000 BTU air conditioner. So first of all, the price of purchasing is less, but also the price of operating those air conditioners or furnaces are less. So there is kind of a better process than square feet to go through to determine exactly what air conditioner size you need. And if it's sized properly on a hot day, your air conditioner will run most of the day into the evening and then shut off because we want a long run time to remove the humidity out of the house. So a lot of people say my air conditioner is running all the time. If it runs all day and all night, it's probably undersized. But if it runs all day and then when the sun goes down after a couple hours, it shuts off, it is probably sized properly and is is working well to keep the humidity down in your home. So hope that helped you out, Jordan, with that uh, question. And uh, uh, look forward to you having a purchase in a new air conditioner there, and it will be um, – an enjoyable summer for you where you'll be nice and cool. Um, we are. There is uh, lots of specials on, so make sure you go to our website. We do have uh, coupons on there for tune-ups and and uh, air conditioning, uh, purchases of new air conditioners or duct cleaning or plumbing. So make sure you check at RoyInch.com and just make sure that we have uh, – Lots of uh, information and uh, on there that you can you can gather. Uh, one other question that came in here from John is: I'm looking to disconnect my air conditioner to move it uh, so I can have my driveway replaced and then put back in. How much would this cost? Um, it's hard to say exactly, but to give you a ballpark figure, um, to remove it, you're probably looking about three to four hundred dollars and what we do is we come out we have to disconnect the lines usually unweld them if we're lucky we can put what we call pump the freon into the outdoor unit and and close the valves and the freon stays in your air conditioner if we're unlucky and the valves are seized or they won't work or uh, then we have to pull out all the freon uh and then we can disconnect the unit. You can put it in your garage while they do the driveway. Then to reconnect it back up, we would have to put in new Freon into the air conditioner. Uh, it could be R22 or R410A Freon. Uh, if we were able to pump it into the unit, once we connected it, we would open those valves. Um, the Freon would go into the system. We probably will have to, what we call, add a little bit. Um, just for um, anything that got displaced when we disconnected it. But that, you know, there'll be about three to 400 to disconnect and you're looking about three to 400 to connect. So this can turn into a six to $800 job to disconnect an air conditioner and reconnect it. If it's an old unit, 15 years and up, sometimes they don't feel like working again after they're moved. As long as everything's left alone, it will work. But when you start disconnecting it and moving it and and taking it away, um, it will have some problems and won't start again. So it's something to look at. If it's an older unit, it may be time to think about replacing it and, and getting it away from the driveway so that um, you the next time you need to fix the driveway up, you don't have to move that air conditioner again 
or put it up on a stand or brackets on a wall so that that can still be replaced underneath it and it's not sitting down on the driveway. But it's not an inexpensive job. It is quite a quite a bit of work and it will be uh, John in there around that six to $800 time frame. So I uh, hope that helps. Uh, we also want to let people know that we have our special tune-up Tuesday. So when you call in on Tuesday, you will get uh, an extra $10 off a furnace and air conditioner tune-up. So you'll save $60 if you call in on Tuesday to to place that order or, or to book a air conditioner and furnace tune-up. So if you need that done, you haven't had it done, get that booked and uh, save a good good amount of money there, 60 bucks, And uh, also check out RoyInch.com for any other coupons. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia by calling 519-786-2373 or 1-866-EXPERTS or you can always go online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to this show or any of our shows at a podcast at RoyInch.com by hitting the Inch by Inch button on the right-hand side of the homepage. I'd like to thank Lindsay for running the ship today. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.